0: I'm Jordan, I'm a solutions engineer, and I'd like to welcome you to the Business Innovation and Technology Podcast by Facebook Solutions Engineering, a discussion with leaders at Facebook on the innovations that we're working on day to day. So today's topic is around digitalization during and after COVID-19. As most of you are probably aware, right now, companies are facing a, a once in a generational shift. From having to support remote working to having to rapidly scale their digital channels for the surging demand that they're receiving from their customers, contact tracing apps to privacy, to even staying connected with our friends and family, technology is playing a absolutely crucial role during this COVID-19 pandemic. And Bringing us perspectives in our discussion today around this topic are a few of Facebook's leaders. We have Vatsal Mehta, Vice President of Solutions Engineering, John Ide, Director of Product Strategy, and Pooja Piyaratna, Director of Business Product Marketing
1: Solutions. Thank you, Jordan. Hello, I am Pooja Piratna with Business Product Marketing Solutions. Our team primarily focuses on taking individual products, then bundling and packaging them into solutions to meet our clients' needs. And then we then take them and drive the go-to-market, which can vary depending on the audience, the size of the business, or the industry.
2: Hey, my name is John Ide. I lead the product strategy team here at Facebook. And we are a centralized function that supports the big product product strategy questions across the company. So we kind of bounce around, really focus on more portfolio questions as opposed to individual questions with a very deep understanding and look at how the industry is evolving.
3: Hello, I am Vatsal Mehta. I am on the Solutions Engineering and Partnerships team at Facebook. My mission is to help every business thrive using Facebook technology and partner solutions.
0: So thank you all for the introductions. So let's sort of jump into our first topic of today. And just a bit of background then, so as governments around the world started to enforce strict lockdown protocols, online became really the top, uh, if not one of the few shopping channels left available for, for many companies. You know, more consumers intend now to continue to shop online, uh, even as the pandemic begins to subside, and um, with a portion of consumers shifting almost entirely uh, to the online channel many companies to stay afloat during the pandemic have meant have have had to rapidly embrace the digital the process of digitalization this has meant really having to take a step back and reassess their roadmaps their original assumptions about the value and feasibility of what they were planning to do and really take a look at the process of they go through to to become agile companies in this sense so having to really embrace active experimentation you know having to really think about how they scale up through ongoing testing continuous improvement and just getting comfortable in this new era of ambiguity so i'd love to hear about sort of what, what's your point of view on digital transformation? You know, what are some of the technologies you're currently working on that are helping businesses transform
1: digitally? Digital transformation has leapfrogged as a result of COVID and consumer necessity. Um, this shift is requiring businesses to fundamentally rethink and accelerate the way in which they service consumers. Businesses have had to pivot online and change their operations. Um, There are sectors experiencing acceleration and adjustments. As an example, at-home fitness has grown. Consumption of entertainment has taken a different shape. And reliance on services and delivery has also increased. Um, In terms of where we're focused, We're working on how consumers and businesses are shifting as a result of this transformation. Um, So first, we're building solutions to help small businesses move from offline to online. We created a step-by-step set of recommendations to sell physical goods online that would provide guidance for this migration. Um, We're also taking an industry lens and evaluating how we can support different segments of these industries through the needs that can vary by market. Just as by way of an example, when a chain of retail stores needs to reopen dozens of stores at the same time in a specific market, how can we help them do this seamlessly and reignite their customer base? And we're also evaluating how these changes will continue as we prepare for what's ahead. Where do we need to anticipate digitalization near-term and long-term? Um, holiday is just around the corner, and holiday shopping this year will be very different. We likely won't have lengthy Black Friday lines, and instead, we may have a world where there's a Cyber Black Friday in addition to Cyber Monday. So, these are all of the areas that we're that we're exploring.
0: Yeah, and Pooja, I think I think you made a very valid point there, that digitalization isn't just something that has come around because of COVID. It has been this longer-term trend permeating within the industry. So, so John, like, how does your team think about the longer-term work that they've, they've been working on, and how has that been changed given the, the necessity of COVID-19?
2: The way we look at the market hasn't changed that much. I think Pooja hit it on the head is just every trend that was underway before COVID has just been massively accelerated because of COVID. And then the APIs is the same thing. If you go look at all the big API players, whether well, it's Twilio, um, in, in messaging um, some of the, the video players or the commerce players, all of those businesses are growing and accelerating at an extraordinary rate. Again, these businesses were doing fine before COVID, but this is driving um, businesses to start to go across the entire stack. And so that's where we're really focusing is one, where should or could Facebook play a bigger role on the channels? And then two, Where do we want to build more tools for businesses or just partner with a bunch of the great companies out there that are already doing it? And then finally, are there more APIs we should be exposing to help both businesses and our partners build more advanced tools? So that's what we're spending a lot of our time is trying to accelerate that even further.
0: And I think even in the last six months, Facebook has been able to help Bridge that gap in some respects and, and be able to start putting out some some tools to really help uh, businesses throughout this period. So that's all. I'd love for you to share some of the thoughts that, that you have around how you know, Facebook and, and some of the work that you've been doing has been able to help businesses throughout uh, the, the challenging times of COVID-19.
3: We are seeing acceleration of digital transformation trends that are already underway pre-COVID. People are spending more time than ever connecting with each other and with businesses online. We have moved as many activities as possible online. Governments are talking to their constituents digitally. Businesses are engaging with their audiences and transacting as much as possible through digital and contactless channels. Businesses and institutions of all sizes are seeing massive shifts in communications online. Several businesses are reporting more than doubling of e-commerce volumes year over year. So as, as
0: you mentioned, rightly, John, and Vassel, yeah, a large number of transactions have rapidly moved online. And it's really important, especially in tech, to predict and recognize these trends quickly and then to think ahead and be able to execute on top of them. But it's of utmost importance for us to really meet customers where they are today and Digital products and businesses have helped solve the challenges of a new normal where availability and delivery are key. Consumers are increasingly turning to downloadable or streamable consumption, as you rightly mentioned, John. And businesses must ask themselves like, what parts of their product or service portfolio can actually be digitized, as, as digital is now not just merely a supporting function, but it is a real core driver of value. So. I guess, John, like, what are the biggest challenges in digitalizing businesses from offline to online?
2: I think historically the biggest challenge for, for businesses, especially kind of medium and small business, is trying to figure out if the ROI is there to make the jump because um, there's a daunting kind of big upfront investment to do it especially when they look at most years ago, it was just the big companies that were able to fully digitalize their business. Um, I think a couple of trends that were underway before COVID was the adoption and creation of all, like a bunch of SaaS companies that were building incredible CRM solutions for smaller businesses, for t- even very tiny vertical businesses. And the ROI was getting better. But now, because of COVID, it's entirely out of necessity. They have to because the RO- basically the R isn't even there unless they become digital and they take part in the digital world. Um, and to me, this the, the becoming a digital business starts with your core, which is your CRM or your, your order management system, kind of your customers and your products. And you have to start there and then plugging in, or, or if it comes with the SaaS solution you use getting in all your sales and marketing tools aligned into that. So you have one digital system that you can actually start to optimize. Um, and this is where testing becomes key. As you start to get this data, you didn't have it before. You didn't have all this digital data. And to really leverage it, you start. You have to start testing and analyzing and really trying to optimize for your, your goals and your outcomes. And then there's uh, what we are really thinking about as a company as we look forward is with privacy becoming more and more important for consumers, for regulators, for policy. um, The idea of developing scaled loyalty and consent management for this digital data is becoming really important. Again, this used to be the world of just the big guys who could do loyalty programs, but no longer. Um, smaller, there's there's plenty of players out there that can help any business really build a loyalty program, build a consent management program. So everyone is, ha- is dealing with the digital data in an extremely privacy-aware and privacy-safe way.
3: We are seeing innovation and third-party solutions in every aspect of business value chain, including e-commerce where platforms are innovating to make it easier for a business of any size to set up an online shopping experience and start taking orders buy online and pick up in store, as well as appointment booking, has seen significant growth in solutions and adoption. There are also various innovation in payments, including buy online and pay later to touchless payments, and a significant shift in logistics and fulfillment services, including warehousing and third-party delivery services.
1: I think some of the patterns um, are similar to what John and, and Vatsal have shared, but there's there's quite a few challenges in digitalizing businesses. What's happening now is, is COVID forced the necessity, and it happened well before these businesses had the ability to anticipate and prepare for the migration at this accelerated rate. Um, there is a challenge for businesses to meet the needs of their customers. They're gonna have to learn new ways to engage everything from how they acquire, how they serve, to how they connect post-transaction. Um, Businesses are also going to have to reinvent their future and change from how they had historically garnered success. Um, They'll have to evaluate where transition needs to occur and rapidly build the right capabilities to enable elements such as online shopping, digitalization of features and services, development of the right tools, and also invest in new resources. Um, and then finally, businesses will also have to support employees with change management. They will have to learn together. They're going to have to prioritize differently and support different ways of measuring success or setting goals. So overall, it's, it's quite a bit of a shift, both externally for these businesses as well as internally.
0: Pooja, I think I think you make a very interesting point there around change management. And you know, COVID and technology isn't necessarily just about building product. It's about how you work and and manage and lead people as well through this time. And as we've seen during the pandemic, we all look to our leadership, not only just for support, but we really are relying on them to help show us the way forward. And that really, I think, has caused and forced that leadership role to expand. Mm -hmm. And... During this pandemic, as digital transformation has become really critical, that like leaders have to really level up and, and align on those business priorities, as it's really the first major shakeup of its kind that a lot of our digital leaders and, and companies in this time have really had to face. And you can really think about that role having expanded and evolved into a, a transformer-in-chief <laughs> in some respects. Mm-hmm. and it's. Now, more important than ever for, for these leaders to come together and really form close partnerships uh, to help shape their business and, and help their customers really respond to this pandemic. So how, how do you think leaders should, should really lead through a pandemic?
1: I think that's a great question. I think leaders are really gonna need to focus on on how their customers are changing and then also ensure that internal changes, cultural changes are being made to match. Um, Just as an example, the global world has become that much more accessible with the acceleration of digital transformation. And so how are we setting up teams to have more of a global view, more of a global perspective? Um, Leaders will also have to prioritize strategies and roadmaps differently, accelerate new features, build new customer insights, and then identify the value that their organization can uniquely offer to these customers.
3: As a leader we must consider what changes are permanent and what changes are temporary due to the pandemic, and helping our teams navigate the business to the position of strength. What I am seeing is a struggle to balance between innovation and resiliency. At this point, resiliency is extremely important as there is a lot of uncertainty in the market, but at the same time, we must be innovating and we must be driving forward, building new solutions, building new products, getting things to market, leveraging innovation that is already present directly through technology or through partner solutions?
2: I think Votsil hit this on the head is both our teams and the leaders we work with is a real focus on, on operational flexibility. So not only is it remote work for us, but um, uh, those of us who have children and lost uh, child care, it is it is just a sporadic day every day, and it's finding ways to make that work for people, um, it, whether it's doing as much as we possibly can asynchronously doing, working um, different hours through the day. Just give people the flexibility to, to do what works for them. And luckily, the leaders we work with inside the company are doing the same thing. Um, building a tremendous amount of flexibility into how we operate, how we communicate, how we do our work. And so far that's gone really well. I think one of the biggest things is we've tested a bunch of stuff. Some of it doesn't work, some of it does. Just as we tell our clients about the digital transformation, we're doing the same thing inside of our operations. And then from a strategic angle, We are kind of questioning all of our strategies right now, and and even our finances for that matter, of how do we build in flexibility into those strategies, given we don't know how the world is going to bounce back from COVID. We actually don't even know how long COVID is going to last. So we have to think through a few game theories uh, of how our strategies were set up. What were the principles originally in the strategy? What has changed and how might that play out? What if COVID lasts six months versus 12 versus 28? Who knows? Like all of these things are big unknowns right now. So we've just been doing a lot of work around the kind of game theory analysis of how things are going to play out and how that might impact us.
0: There are potential lights at the end of the tunnel, and people are beginning to adapt. Because if we take a look back at, at the journey COVID 19 has taken us on, you know, when the pandemic you know, really started to surface in February, we were facing a lot of fear of the unknown, like not sure which direction COVID was going to push us. You know, we were very much, us and businesses elsewhere, just reacting to the situation and, and taking it like, one day at a time, having to work on a strategy that was really dictated by how a particular locality was wanting to operate. And as we sort of reach this new phase in the pandemic where we have... These new normals and, and businesses are adapting and responding to the, the pandemic and digitalization is really becoming part of this process. And we take these, these small steps in, in this transition towards a full digital transformation, it's it's signs that businesses are starting to, to come back into to operation in this new world. So I guess as I guess, John, as we Approach this new normal. Like, what are some of the things that, that leaders should really keep in mind as we begin to reemerge or or, or adapt to, to COVID nineteen?
2: I think it makes sense for for any leader in whatever industry they're in is try to start to think about this. Like, what part of their business or their industry or their partners, the whole ecosystem, was most impacted by COVID. And then start to think through, well, what part of that is probably going to uh, remain the same after COVID or might bounce back and start to think about, well, how does that affect my strategy, my my operations, my product? Because some of them may be obvious and you can prepare for them. Others, you may not be able to. Um, and then the other, you know, kind of the next thing I would think about is kind of, you know, any any kind of situation like COVID, kind of any place where your industry or company or a person really for that matter is stretched to their limit like many of us were, you learn new new and better ways of doing things. And it's, it's adapt or taking those things that we've learned and applying them and, and when we get back to the normal world, if you will. Like you know, remote working or asynchronous meetings. Like we should probably keep a lot of those. It's probably more productive in that in that way, because COVID forced us to try these things out, and lo and behold, they're actually great even when there's no COVID. Um, and then the third bit is around what what kind of the theme we've all been talking about is the trends that COVID has accelerated. We're always there, and COVID pushed everything up the curve, and they're not coming back. So. All the companies that adopted these new digital transform- or digital tools and digital solutions, they still have those. And they're going to keep accelerating the use and the improvement and the efficiency of those. And then a lot of the companies that didn't make it through COVID and went out of business, well, they're going to be replaced. And guess what? They're going to be replaced. They're going to start digital from the ground up. So any business who, who doesn't really – who doesn't think that digital is here to stay and accelerate, I think they're they're, they're they're fooling themselves. It is going to accelerate even more after COVID because kind of just mathematically it has to because of the amount of businesses that are going to restart and, and be created after this, this is all d- said and done.
0: And I guess finally, Pooja, I'd love for you to close on how leaders and businesses that are part of industries that are going to be fundamentally different. Like what advice or guidance can you give them to help navigate and reemerge from this pandemic?
1: I think that's, that's exactly right. Leaders and businesses need to recognize that there are some industries that will be forever different and others that will change to a varying degree. Um, during COVID, we saw a surge in gaming, an acceleration of e-commerce and with travel, almost a complete shutdown for the next 12 to 18 months, at least. Um, So in addition to the industry changes, there's also market nuances, consumer readiness in some of the parts of the world, it may vary for that same industry as well. So that's a lens to keep an eye on. But with any change, opportunities emerge, and those that have the ability to identify these opportunities first will be the first to market and the first to lead. And leaders should be careful not to default to protect what they've historically had, but instead evolve and change towards this digital future as uncertain as it may be.
0: So I think that's a really salient point to close on and think about as we wrap up this episode around digitalization and COVID-19. Leaders and businesses need to really get into this evolution mindset and really think about how they can embrace and adapt to what what is happening around us versus retreat and and shield away from what potentially is is a real fundamental shift in how the world is going to operate going forward. I think one of the things that our work at Facebook is, is really focused on is being relentless and, and continuing to help businesses thrive during this difficult year. We're all six months, seven months into this pandemic, and all of us have had to settle into this brave new world, and as John alluded to, get, get really good at changing our habits. We have kids at home, we're no longer touching our faces, we're sanitizing our hands constantly, we're wearing masks. We have to shop online more. We're working from home a lot more, and we're, we've become masters at this this art of socially distancing ourselves from one another. This episode today is a great example of that, where we're all currently socially distant, we're sat in our respective homes in completely different parts of the world, even, and we're recording this together digitally for everyone, so that everyone can hear. And amidst all of this. We're going to have to continue to work hard and really stand and support businesses and while we continue to do everything we can to bring the world closer together so i'm going to wrap on that and firstly thank youtube batsell john and Pooja for joining us in conversation today and sharing insights around everything that's been going on with digitalization and covid 19. and for everyone that's joined us today this is just the beginning if you like this discussion please subscribe to the Business Innovation and Technology Podcast by Facebook Solutions Engineering to stay tuned for our next episode. Till then, stay safe and thank you for joining us.